Good morning, Angela Yee. Good morning, DJ MV. Charlemagne the God. Peace to the planet. Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Hump day. And they just hump day. And it's Little Duval's born day. Drop on the clues bombs for my guy, Little Duval. Okay. And it's National Black Men Don't Cheat Day. Today is the day where we celebrate faithfulness. Okay. We celebrate honesty. We celebrate monogamy in our relationships with the ones we love. Correct. Now, so today's a day black men aren't going to cheat. Well, see, that's ignorant thinking uh, because that's like saying on Mother's Day, today is the only day you love your mother. Or on Valentine's Day, today is the only day you love your significant other. No, it's the day we celebrate that black love. It's the day we celebrate that faithfulness. It's the day we celebrate that monogamy. Shouldn't we celebrate it every now and then? We celebrate all the other wrong things in this in this culture. Shouldn't we celebrate that? I'm with you. It says, it says a lot about a person if they're not feeling this. We should I'm be, with you. We should be encouraging <laughs> this movement. You That's be, right. You should be encouraging brothers to be faithful. We're not going to live in the past. No. We're living in the present and the future. No, listen, if a vegetarian walks in the room right now no, no. and he's like, yo, I'm vegan, you don't keep bringing up the fact he used, to, used to eat meat? You used to eat chicken 20 oh, years ago, vegan. 8 years ago, you ate a little chicken. You used to love steak, didn't you? So, you used to so what if they're still cheating, then what? I don't and have nothing to do with that. Yeah, I don't have nothing to do with those people of another race. Okay, we're talking about black men and the fact that we don't cheat. And today we will celebrate faithfulness, we will celebrate monogamy, we will celebrate honesty in our relationships, and you have to speak things into fruition, right? That's how you change narratives. That's what I was always told. Let's put a, let's put a blessing on this black love. Let's put a blessing on our brothers this morning, okay? I think what we should do, stop the music. I think you should drop a prayer right now. Let's start the show off with a prayer. I don't, I don't, I don't need a prayer when a, when, a, when, a, when, a, when a prayer has been recorded in the form of a record. Oh, what you talking about? Okay, when a, when a, when a gospel song has been recorded, okay, mm. that 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 solidifies this moment. Okay, all right, that puts a stamp on this moment. I told y'all that there's Lil Duval's born day. You know, Lil Correct. Duval is a, a a gold recording artist. Yes, you know, he gave you such records as uh, "Living My Best Life," "Smile Bitch," and "Pull Up." Pull Up featuring Ty Dolla Signs. Uh, "Smile Bitch" featured Snoop Dogg and Ball Greasy. And this morning, he has an anthem. For us faithful black men, us monogamous black men, us honest black men, us black men who have learned our lessons and realized that being faithful gives you better credit scores and clearer skin. Drop on the clues bombs for all the faithful black men out there. Well, it's, it's more than credit score and I'm just, I'm just naming a couple yeah. of the, things that happen. Karma. That, that's what I'm talking about. I'm just naming a couple Blessings of things. There all you over go. The place. Talk about it, Envy. Yes. Yeah, right. Shout out to Tristan saying. Thompson this morning. I don't know him. He's, not know. he's, he's from Canada. Canada. <laughs> he's from Canada. <laughs> he's from Canada. <laughs> also, it's only Americans. <laughs> no, no, man. Yeah. But let, let, don't let Satan use you this morning. We rebuking Satan this morning. Let the devil stay in her place. All right? Let the devil stay over there this morning. Let's play this gospel. This is about a celebration of black men. Let's play this gospel. World premiere. Black men don't cheat. Little Duval featuring a young man named Lenore. Black men don't cheat. Mm. 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 
truth and I feel I feel God in the room this morning. Mm. I feel God in the room this morning. Feel the spirit. I feel God in the room this morning. Mm. All right? Don't let Satan use you this morning to be against this movement, okay? All right? All right. We, we will rebuke the devil in the name of black love, goddammit. All right. Well, let's get into some front page news. Now, where do we go after that, ye? Uh, so, let's talk about Hard Knocks. Now, the new season of Hard Knocks is going to be following the Oakland Raiders. If you're excited to see that, that's going to debut on August 6th on HBO. Okay. Now, New York could be the first state to fully decriminalize sex workers. That would be the first of its kind, the first bill of its kind. What does that mean? Prostitution so, would be legal. No, that's much. not what it means. Oh. It means that sex workers would not have to face criminal penalties. So, in other words, a lot of people are forced into that. Some sex workers, things happen to them, there's violence against them, but they don't report it because what they're doing is illegal also. I thought they were trying to legalize it. That's what I thought. No, they're I read. decriminalizing prostitution. So, that means for sex workers, it's the Stop Violence in the Sex Trades Act. So that means, like, basically how they decriminalize marijuana. It doesn't mean you're allowed to smoke marijuana, but you won't go to jail. You'll get penalties, fines, oh, and things like that. Okay. So that means that people can actually, if something happens to you, instead of you feeling like, oh, my God, this person just beat the ish out of me, and I can't even go to the police, you can now report that and not have to worry about being locked up. And, I mean, if they, technically, if they catch you and you're a prostitute, they'd be putting another tax on you, right? So now you would have to pay your, your pimp and you'd have to pay the state because they'd be fining you. Well, so what happens, there's some very specific circumstances, right? If this bill does pass, then it means it would be legal to both sell and buy sex under very specific circumstances, and it would regulate places where prostitution takes place to make those conditions safer for sex workers. So if you could buy and sell sex? In certain places. In certain places like what? I mean, I don't know all the... On the corner of <laughs> James and whatever, like, <laughs> and all the mis- certain places. And many of the misdemeanor charges that are related to prostitution would be repealed. So, however, if you're in a school zone, that's a misdemeanor offense. Yes. You know, certain places you can't be. Anything related to minors, obviously, that's still illegal. And anything related to sex trafficking, that would still be illegal. And they could tax the money, huh? Yes, yeah. I'm sure they'll tax that money. And the stock in prostitution about to drop anyway because black men don't cheat. So, I mean, you know, that's that's about to drop significantly. It's about to plummet. And New York is the first state to try to pass this bill. Right. So mm-hmm. nobody else has this. It'll be the first of its kind. In Alabama now, they have... Oh, boy. They said they're going to kill their prostitutes. going to kill their prostitutes. That's what they said. That would require some sex offenders to undergo chemical castration. We told you this bill was being presented. It has passed. Now, that would be a forced medical treatment that the, uh, some critics are saying is inhumane and ineffective. So that means if you get uh, convicted of a sex crime against a child under 13, then you have to start chemical castration before you get released, and you have to continue that treatment, and that's drugs that will dampen your sex drive. But critics are saying that is violating your rights by forcing you to alter your body chemistry against your will. So, I don't know. Some people feel I like... I kind of got to agree with Alabama on this one. If you're, a child, if you're a child predator, I have no problem with you getting a little chemical castration. I'm sorry. I just don't. If you, did, if you commit a violent sexual act against a child, I have no problem with that. I'm yeah, sorry. Yeah, I'm with you as well. I'm not, if, I have no remorse for that one. If I'm you not. rape a child or do something... I ain't got no remorse for that. a child, nah, cut nah, it off. I don't have the empathy or sympathy for that one. Shoot, I don't, if you rape a woman, cut it off. Yeah. That's yeah. If you Why rape not? a woman, yes. Yeah, if you take a woman, absolutely, absolutely, 100%. absolutely. So law, the law also you says that you have penis. to pay for your own treatment as well. That's about a thousand dollars a month for the medication alone. Hmm. It's a medication. Yeah, it's chemical castration. You have to take medication. Oh no, nah, you got to for, you got to uh, force them to take that. Not, who's going to take that uh, 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 willingly? 
All right. Well, that's front page news. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you're upset, you need to vent. Phone lines are wide open. Or if you want to spread some positivity, 800-585-1051. And don't forget, Samuel L. Jackson. Will Samuel be L. Jackson, a black man who's been married to a black queen for 40 years. Close to 40 years. Okay? We need to have a nice conversation with him about faithfulness. That's right. So All right? We'll talk to him in a little bit. But right now, get it off your chest. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Take it. Wake up, wake up. Wake your ass this is your time to get it off your chest. Whether you're mad or blessed, we want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. KJ. What up, what up, what up, DJM? KJ, what's up? Get it off your chest, bro. Oh, man, uh, I just wanted to let y'all know I'm rocking with y'all. Black man don't cheat, no doubt. There you go, my brother. Also, That's right. Yeah, I also wanted to, you know, shout the Dallas Cowboys out, Charlotte. Oh, oh, man, man. You, 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 you definitely a man after my own heart. All right, that. he black man that, that don't cheat, and he likes the Dallas Cowboys. Woo! I don't like that guy. We out here, baby. Key. Good morning. Oh my God, I really got through. What's up, Key? Good morning. Good morning. Uh, it's Key calling from Boston. Uh, I just wanted to say that black men don't cheat. Song really goes hard. Thank you, I baby. Really bopping my head to it. That's good. Rock with it. You keep saying that to yourself over and over. Black men don't cheat. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it because you said it, Charlamagne. That's <laughs> right. <laughs> That's it. All righty. Narratives are meant to be changed. Wayne, what's up, Wayne? Hey, good morning, DJ Ozzy. What's up, Wayne? Yo, good morning, um, Angela Yee. Good morning, Wayne. Uh, uh, I'm, I'm going to leave Charlamagne for last, but I appreciate what you're doing with the juice bar. Shout out to Kilo. That's my guy. I go to juice bar and catch oh, it every dope. day. That's our um, guy, too. Th- yeah, DJ Envy, I appreciate I love what you're doing with the real estate. Oh, and thank all you. that. You poor people. Charlemagne, good morning to you. Good morning, King. What's um, happening? Yeah, I love both your books. But on, the, on behalf of me and, and all the, the one million plus listeners today, I appreciate you for being on time today, my brother. <laughs> yo, 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 yo. Yo, I, re- yo, hey, I mean it from can, the bottom of my heart. Thank you, but I can I correct you on one thing? <laughs> No, I appreciate. Uh, no, no, no. You no. I just gotta correct you on one thing. You said one million listeners is four point two million. <laughs> Thank you. Have a blessed day, sir. Yeah, uh, he hung up. Hey, I don't want to pronounce your name wrong. What's your name? Ados. Hey, Ados. O Z E. All right. Good Breakfast Club. What's, What's up, good? bro? Hey, look. I just want to give a shout out. You know what I mean to Team Eighty ENT, my uncle Mano. Hey, look, man. I'm an audio engineer, bro. Mano's your uncle. Yeah, that's fam, man. Like, real, real fam. You ever, see, fam man. you ever seen Mano slap somebody? Ah, I ain't talking about all that. He's hey. a changed, Mano's a changed man. <laughs> yes, he is. He's a good dude, man. Showed me a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to say I'm grateful for that record y'all put out. Um, we changing the narrative. Keep that's pushing, right. Keep it moving. <laughs> that's right. How can um, so- I also wanted to say, I'm sorry? I said, go ahead, go ahead. No, I wanted to say to all the young black men out here, listen, man, stand together, continue to speak and talk to each other and love on each other. Um, I also want to say, too, mm-hmm. as a man who's married and has a family, protect these women out here, black men. Protect That's right. Each other, man. Don't stand there and watch. I don't care if it's a cop or whoever it is. Don't let them put their hands on a woman and you sit there and do nothing. A young black man or whoever, stand there and do something, man. Don't let that just happen. I'm saying as a black man, I'm not going to stand there and let something happen to you or your family members. Without me intervening. I love it. if I know it's wrong. Absolutely. I know what's happening. I love it. Um, like I said, man, I love y'all. Thank y'all, man. I didn't think I was going to get through. Like I said, if y'all need an audio engineer, please let me know. Shout out to Bleezy, Tweezy, Lola Brooklyn, 
Bronx stand up. My Let's brother, go. Percy, my wife, Tierra. My kids, Taylor, uh, and Kyle. All right. Okay, all right, that's all right, enough shout-outs. Tell me and Mano, I said, what's up? If you have a beard, then I we can no more, use you. Man, y'all be easy. That's be the requirement. Safe. All right, get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, hit us up now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. On National Black Men Don't Cheat Day. The Breakfast Club. This is your time to get it off your chest, whether you're mad or blessed. So you better have the same energy. We want to hear from you on The Breakfast Club. Jessica. Hey. Hey, Jessica, get it off your chest. Um. Well, I've just been kind of like, I've been sleeping with my neighbor. Wow. And, yeah. Does I he have a girlfriend or a wife? He has a girlfriend. Uh oh. Okay, so, well, stop yeah. sleeping for with that white today, man immediately. <laughs> stop sleeping with that white man immediately. Why are you doing that? He's not white, I promise. No, look, I just, I, I haven't been in a relationship in a long Wait time. Wait a minute. So, you trying to say that black man is cheating? Look at the devil. Look at Satan. Look at Satan. Why this would morning. you hang up on her? Look at Satan this morning spreading these lies. She needs some help today. We don't Satan with this lies. morning spreading these lies. We are rebuking these lies in the name of faithfulness. Not today. All right, my God, Lewis. Oh, yeah, that must have been Yo, a prank call. Up, How y'all doing? Hey, Lewis, what up? Get it off your chest. What's up, my brother? Listen, man, uh, I wanted to chop it up with you about real estate, my brother. You know what I'm saying? I just got into the business, and I was wondering if you could offer me, you know, any type of advice on, on real estate. Uh, have you purchased your first home yet? No, nah, not yet. Uh, I just started I just started talking to somebody yesterday, and uh, we got into the, the, the whole um, conversation about, you know, uh, how much I have to put down and, you know, credit score and all that. So, you know, I just, I'm just, like, getting into basically the first step. All right, first step is how's your credit? My, it's in the 700. All right, 700 is good. So that's the first step. You got a credit card score over 700. Then what you, I, I advise you do is to get pre-approved. Find a conventional lender. If you hit me on the DM, I can, I can send you some. Get pre-approved. Know how much you can afford. And then start looking for a property. Yeah. But first is get pre-approved. First is the credit. Second, pre-approved. And then third, start looking for a property. Okay, I appreciate it. I'm a, I'm a, my, my, my Instagram is uh, uh, Louis Tatted. I'm going to DM you in about five minutes. And where you from? I'm from Queens, New York, brother. Okay, yeah, we're doing another seminar in Queens probably around September, but we have one coming up in New Orleans, Chicago, Charlotte, and L.A. So if you're in those areas and you want to learn more about real estate, we'll be seeing you guys soon. You can just click the link in my bio. But we're going to be in Queens in September. But just DM me, and I got you, bro. And and let the record record show if you're a faithful black man, your credit score jumps up 100 points. True. That is true. Brian. How we doing, DJ MV? What's up, bro? How are we doing? Y'all want to give a big shout out to my boy Swelly. He's actually an upcoming artist from New York. So he made a song on Flip of the Narrow called Better Days. Mm-hmm. Listen to that song on YouTube. It's actually going to be the hottest song in the summer. I promise y'all that. Okay. All right. We believe you. Not really. He didn't have enough uh, enthusiasm. <laughs> Clay. Yo. What's up, Clay? Get it off your chest, bro. No, no, no. I want to spread positivity. Wait, first off, I love the Breakfast Club. Yo, even though Charlemagne be talking a lot of smack about Miami, and that's for the white folks, but... No, not Miami. Uh, Florida in general. Uh, no, 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 no. That's them. Not us. But anyways, the uh, positivity I like to spread is me and my crew is going to be graduating from Miami-Dade in the fall of December. Y'all already know. Uh, God bless to my little brother, Rodney LaBerne. And he doesn't even know that he's going to have a little, uh, well, I can't say it. He's going to have a little surprise on his birthday. What kind of surprise? The, uh, the gender of his child. Oh, okay. Well, congratulations to all of you. Yeah, congratulations, bro. Uh, peace, love, and happiness to y'all. All right, man. Hello, who's this? Sherika. Hey, Sherika, get it off your chest. 
Hi, good morning to y'all. I listen to y'all all the time. Thank you. So what I want to get off my chest is that I'm happy for anyone that finds love. Don't get me wrong. It's a blessing. But don't inbox me and my ID a picture of y'all. And I'm speaking upon my ex and his new wife. Mm. <laughs> what a real child is. And I'm glad to know that I'm on her mind that you send me this picture of y'all because I'm on your mind because I guess you are still insecure. Yeah, that that's my crazy. Father may want me in the future. I don't know, but <laughs> we gonna always have a relationship because we have kids. Listen, don't wow. you don't so, you let the devil use you and ruin that happy home that they she got. She did she mind her business. All right. So I don't really, I, I don't want to delete. I guess I'll feel bad if I just block them. But <laughs> me, mm -mm -mm. I shouldn't block them because then I'm feeding back into her childishness. Right. All right. I would, I would uh, take a screenshot of it and post it and be like, got this in my inbox, LOL. <laughs> All right, mama. And you don't want to do that because when you actually find happiness and you find a faithful black man to be with you, you're going to want her to see you shining as well. She's not going to send them pictures, though. I'm not going to put it in your, your yeah. inbox. Me. I can see if it was on my feed. That's like mad corny. But you, that was personal. That let me know you're, I'm on your mind. It's something about me that envies you and you are insecure about your relationship with this, with this man that I know. Mm-hmm. All right, well, have a good morning. Have a mystery that y'all don't have that you're trying to get, but... And re know. remember one thing, Mama. Yes, sir. Black men don't cheat. That's right. Just be glad you're not his wife. <laughs> that ain't funny. That's the truth. That's the truth. Have a good one. Why, we oh, celebrating, right. baby. Black men don't cheat. Father's Day this weekend. We listen. Today is National Black Men Don't Cheat Day. Father's Day is this weekend. Take back your power, kings. All right. Get it off your chest. 800-585-1051. If you need to vent, you can hit us up at any time. Now, Yee, we got rumors on the way? Man, let's talk about Wendy Williams. She has a new boo, and she's claiming that she knows about his past history. Well, what is that history? We'll tell you. All right, we'll get into that next. And don't forget, next hour, Samuel L. Jackson will be joining us. A so faithful black man who's been with his black queen for 40 years. That's right. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Wendy Williams. It's time, time, time. She's spilling the tea. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee on the Breakfast Club. All right. Well, Wendy Williams, as we know, has been having her fun. And we've seen her posting pictures of a guy in her hand and his hand. Mm -hmm. and Nobody knew who he was. Well, now we've seen video of him when she talked to TMZ the other day. He was sitting there next to her in the car. Now they have identified the man that she's been hanging out with, 28-year-old Mark Tomlin. Now, apparently, he works in finance, and they are saying that he does have some type of record. He pled guilty to conspiracy to commit robbery with a dangerous weapon in Charlotte back in 2013. He was a group, he was part of a group of three people who robbed a man at gunpoint. At that point, he was sentenced to 15 to 30 months. You from North Carolina? I don't know if he's from there. We just know that's where oh. he was arrested. Yeah, he must be, if you, uh, what? I wonder if he's from there. If, she, if he's from North Carolina, drop on the clues bomb for <laughs> Wendy Williams. Because uh, Nikki, a.k.a. Sharina Hudson, is from North Carolina, too. So Wendy oh. ain't playing fair. God That's damn funny. it, Wendy ain't playing and fair. And that woman is the woman who 
her husband cheated on her with and had a baby with. Uh, let the record show, number one, Kelvin Hunter was born in Canada. Number two, he's a 40-plus-year-old grown black boy. It's a difference. I'm not responsible for what black boys and black real niggas do, but black men, we don't cheat. I was just explaining cheat. who Sharina Hudson is because people might not know. I'm just putting it out there. All right, now, uh, according to Wendy Williams' sources, they're saying she already knew about his conviction. She is like, look, I, my husband had a full baby with a woman he was involved with for 15 years where I was cooped up only to be a show pony. Now I'm living my life. She's living her life. I mean, let, let her she enjoy her life. Is. She didn't say she's getting married. She just says she's out and about with, with homie. What's I will say, that? though, uh, I don't think uh, Wendy should be talking about that young man, nor should she be posting that young man on social media. I know she hasn't been but out she here. she didn't. Well, they've been catching her out TMZ, and about, yeah, posting his hand and all of that stuff like that, like <laughs> talking about talking about him on her show. Like that should just be a drive-by for her at this point in her life. That's not something well, she, she should be said, making famous. She did say he's lovely, but let me make it clear: I don't have a boyfriend. She's just having some no strings attached fun. Don't even put the light on him though, because he can run with that light and end up prospering. Doing like, don't even put the light on him. Don't even talk about that. Don't even show him. Just go live your life, have fun. Well, she said, "I'm a 54 year old grown ass woman. I know what I'm doing." I can't tell. That's her response. Not making him famous. All right, Ariana Grande. She has donated proceeds of her sold-out show in Atlanta to Planned Parenthood. So that's dope. She said they're going to get about $300,000 because Georgia is one of the states that passed the fetal heartbeat abortion law. So her support is going to actually help with Planned Parenthood. And hopefully things like that will help other people who are performing and doing different things uh, bring more attention to that. Now, Beyonce has released some Beehive merch. So if you're part of the Beehive, you might want to pick up some of this merch. You can go to at shop Beyonce. And they said that whole collection... We'll be launching and all of that. So, what is Beehive merch? What it look like? You want to take a look? Let me see. They have like some biker shorts. You might like those. There's a mesh shirt. Uh, there's some What's on hoodies. It oh, it's on TV. There yeah. you go. If you have Revolt TV, you can get. A I get you the look. biker shorts for uh, Christmas, bro. There's a nice red crop top that would look cute with you uh, and the biker shorts. I mean, if you do Soul Cycle or something, you probably will wear. There's biker a nice shorts. mesh logo bodysuit. <laughs> That's really cute. The bodysuits are cute. I like those. Yeah, so if you want to get any of those items, make sure you go look at at shop Beyonce. Now, David Ortiz, former Red Sox star Big Poppy, he took his first steps yesterday after a second surgery after he was shot in the Dominican Republic on Sunday. So his wife Tiffany did send a statement out. On behalf of me and my family, I want to thank John and Linda Henry, Tom Werner, Sam Kennedy, and the Boston Red Sox for all that they are doing for David and our family, as well as Doc, La, Dr. Larry Ronan and the amazing staff at Massachusetts General Hospital. Lastly, I want to thank everyone for the outpouring of support and love that we have received during this incredibly difficult time. We ask for privacy as David works toward recovery. So they do have two people in custody, as you know, the police, the suspected shooter, and the suspected driver of the motorcycle. Now, the motorcycle driver has been identified as Eddie Felice Garcia. He was charged with attempted homicide and criminal association, but he's not the one that pulled the trigger, and he's saying that he is innocent. He's just the guy that was driving the motorcycle is what he's saying, but clearly you knew you were driving a getaway motorcycle. So that's uh, what we have so far. They have not yet released the identity of the suspected gunman. And still no motive? You know, there's all kinds of speculation right now. They're still investigating. We told you yesterday that there was allegations that it had to do with him uh, having an affair with this... Local... Ah! I know. What a day. Ah! 
He's not black. He's, he's Dominican. Dominican. He's throwing that out there. But again, that's just <laughs> speculation. So as they continue to investigate, I'm sure more information will come out. Mm-hmm. All right. So he's now resting comfortably. He's in stable condition. As I said before, he's able to walk and took some steps yesterday. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your rumor report. All right, Miss Yee. Now we got front page news. What are we talking about? Yes, let's talk about Rihanna. She's bringing awareness to something that we all should be talking about. That's right. Black men not cheating. Today is National Black Men Don't Cheat Day, damn it. So many right? cheating stories today, which is what really sucks. Well, you know, I'm not responsible for what black boys or black real N-words do. We're talking about black men this morning. So what you want to do? You want to say a prayer? Black men don't cheat. You want to say a prayer? No need to say the prayer. Just mm. put, to whenever, whenever Satan just comes in with that negative energy and Satan tries to rebuke the movement that we have, we rebuke Satan in the name of faithfulness with this record. All right, we're going to play the top of the hour, then we're going to get it on. It's Little Duval featuring, you need a rap name, man. Like, what was your old rap name? Dizzy Van My Winkle. rap name is Leonard. Dizzy like, Van Winkle, is, that was your rap name? This is, that's Leonard McKelvey on this record, okay? There's no, no more me. Dizzy Van Winkle? That's me. Okay. All right, well, Lil Duval featuring... Leonard. A.K.A. Dizzy Van Leonard. Winkle. A.K.A. Charlamagne. Leonard. <laughs> it's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Yes. See Steve getting a close-up on my shirt. I see his shirt. This is a little quote from Socrates on my shirt. What does it say? It's a little quote from Socrates. Socrates said black men don't cheat? Black men don't cheat. Is that a fact? It's a fact. Okay. It's a fact. I ride with you. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's get in some front page news. You better be riding with me. I'm riding with you. No, you better be ten toes down. I'm All right? T- I'm ten toes down. Okay. And right. some hands. <laughs> Easy. I don't know where you go with this. All right, down with dog, damn it. Nah, I don't know where right. you going with this. Yeah, black you. men don't cheat. <laughs> Yeah, front page news. Oh, okay. I thought you guys were still talking to (laughs) each other. (laughs) Sorry, my bad. All right, so Rihanna is using her platform right now, bringing awareness to what's going on in Sudan. She said they're shooting people's houses, raping women, burning bodies, throwing them in the Nile like vermin, tormenting people, urinating on them, making them drink sewage water, terrorizing the Mm. streets, and stopping Muslims from going to aid prayer. There is an internet blackout. Please share, raise awareness. So... I don't know if you guys have been following what's happening in Sudan. Uh, She also posted a six-year-old was raped in Sudan by 10 men, and the whole world is silent. Humanity has failed us many times, but this has left me speechless. So where are they getting the information from? Well, apparently, and I had to look into it myself to see what's going on because I didn't even know anything was happening in Sudan. But apparently there's been protests and military leaders uh, because... The army, which has been in control since um, the president was ousted, has agreed to release political prisoners. But there's been all kinds of issues, I guess, with who's in charge right now. So Mm -hmm. I think that's something that we all have to look into because this is something that... And fortunately, she did post this because I would have no idea of what's been happening if she hadn't. So that's how people can use their celebrity for good purposes. So that's something that we all need to research. And I'm going to make sure we do that and keep on following up on what's going on. All right, right now, New York could become the first state to fully decriminalize sex work. So if it does pass, this bill would make it legal to sell and buy sex under specific circumstances. And it would regulate places where prostitution could take place in order to make working conditions safer for sex workers. They are calling this the Stop Violence in the Sex Trades Act that is to remove criminal penalties for sex workers. A lot of times sex workers are targeted for street violence, for arrests, and they don't want to come forward because what they're doing is illegal. So hopefully this is something that will make them feel like they have power to report violence against them. So everybody does have a right to a safe workplace, and this would be the first bill of its kind. Now in Alabama... 
they have passed a law that will require some sex offenders to undergo chemical castration. Oh. That's a forced medical treatment that critics are saying is inhumane and ineffective. But according to um, the law sponsor, Republican State Representative Steve Hurst, he said he would prefer it to be surgical even. He said, the way I look at it, if they're going to mark these children for life, they need to be marked for life. My preference would be if someone does a small infant child like that, they need to die. Yeah, I mean, when you hear stories about the one you just told about a, a group of men raping a six-year-old girl, how could you not be for something like chemical castration? Because that's something that's going to traumatize that young girl forever. So I think those men need to have something that traumatizes them forever. Don't yeah. usually agree with a lot of laws Alabama passes, but I'm not against that one. Mm. Right. And some people are saying, though, that the chemical castration is ineffective. I don't know much about that either, about, you know, chemical castration. This is my first time even hearing about it. Sound kind of lazy. Just cut it off. <laughs> Somebody to cut it off. Yeah. All right. Ground that meat up. New Beyond Burger or something. All Nobody right. wants that. that <laughs> you wouldn't know what it is. No. Beyond Burgers don't aren't real meat. Oh. All right. So These are penises, technically. We call them meat, but they're not really real meat. That's flesh, though. It is. Well, flesh. Beyond Burger tastes like meat. What is it? What is real? What does it taste like, Shower? What does what taste like? <laughs> Never mind. And that is front page news. Now, when we come back, I just want to tell you, I feel good today. You should feel good. Today is National Black Men Don't Cheat Day. We celebrate all the men that are being faithful. Okay. Not only that, right? And today is Little Duval's born day. Today is Little Duval's birthday, right? Me and my wife got into an argument yesterday. You oh, know, it, it, it happens. It happens. You know, it happens, right? But this she was right, right? This doesn't always happen. My wife called me this morning and was like, good morning. I just want to tell you I love you. And I'm like, all right. I'm like, did you text the right person? Because we arguing. She was like. She told you you were right. She said I was right. <laughs> she said I was right. She said I want to cool down, boy. Where were you? Times are a changing. apologize. Times are a changing. They are changing. Now, hold on, hold on. Can we have a snippet of Black men don't cheat. Just give me a little bit of it. What were you right about? Doesn't matter. I was right, damn it. I don't really get that often. Moonwalk on him one time, Envy. Times are changing. Narratives are changing. Women are out here saying we right in arguments. My God. Life Black is good. Oh, we might, turn up some we might even get Father's Day presents that we actually want this yes. weekend. I'm Woo. so Hey. Hey. No matter what they say or what you heard in the streets, everybody knows. Black men don't cheat. Listen. A lot of TLC, but we don't ever creep, so F what you heard. Black men don't cheat. We bringing in another black man. We've been come married back. to his black queen for 40 years. Uh, you may know him. His name is Samuel L. Jackson. Yes, when okay. we come back, it's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. Checking out the world's most dangerous morning show. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in now the building. Now, you say we got a special guest in the building every day. That's right. Today, we really do got a special guest. That's right. <laughs> Samuel L. Jackson is hey. here. Uh, the good legend, morning, the morning, icon. Good Welcome. Good morning. Good morning, my good brother. Morning. Good morning. Do you like getting up this early, first and foremost? Uh, I'm up this early every day. Okay. Actually, if I'm... Working, I'm definitely up because I'm headed to set by 5.36. But if I'm at home, I'm headed to the golf course. Oh, so that's just part of your routine. Get up, go golf. Man, and, that's a good life. And you never get tired of it. a good life. I just, I just try to make sure I'm staying in a routine that's going to work for me. Yeah. So I'm not shocked when it's time to go to work and they want me to get up and pay me to go to work at that time. What's the longest break you've ever taken in between working? I guess when I was on Broadway, mm -hmm. but, I, but I was still working. Yeah, you, that's work mm -hmm. still. Yeah, but you I work. wasn't getting up in the morning. I was just going to do the show. 
Because even like this year, you have a lot of movies coming out, but in between filming, like, have you ever said, you know what, I'm going to take a six Well, I usually hiatus. take a month off every year, though. I take a month off and really go on vacation purposely. Mm-hmm. That's not that long, though. <laughs> a purposeful still. vacation. Yeah, you got to tell us your routine, man, because I look at you and I say to myself, I got something to look forward to at 70, because you look mother good, man. Thank you. What do you do to stay so youthful? Um, I have no idea. I mean, I have, <laughs> I Come on, man. You gotta have he takes butter. I try to stay stress-free. Okay. okay. That okay. helps. You know. What about vegan? You, you eat meat? Yeah. <laughs> there goes now, that I was theory. a vegan for a minute. You know, I was a vegan for about mm, seven months. And you started getting sick? No, I didn't. Okay. I lost so much weight, I almost lost a job. And they said, well, if you don't gain 15, 20 pounds, we're going to have to recast. So mm-hmm. I went straight to Shake Shack and got my life back together. <laughs> got your life back together. <laughs> so what? what else do you do? It, it got to be more than just... I do Pilates mm-hmm. and I play golf. That's, That's it. it. How do you stay stress-free, though? I make enough money that I don't have to worry about what's going on. Folks say money won't solve all the problems, yeah. but it solves enough of them that I don't have to think about them. Mm-hmm. But you didn't come from money, though. Like, no, I didn't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was looking at you. You were born 20 years before the Civil Rights Act in 1964. Mm-hmm. So how, yeah. yeah. So how different did the world look then as opposed to now? I grew up during, you know, uh, during American apartheid. I mm. lived in Chattanooga, Tennessee. They had signs, mm. you know. I, I knew where I could go, where I couldn't go. Mm-hmm. What I should do, what I shouldn't do, you know, all those things. You kind of look at life and go, okay. And then when I hear him say it now, you know, make America great again, I go, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. I remember means. what they thought making America great again means. How did that not harden your heart, though? Like growing up in that era and seeing how white people used to, used to treat us? Well, a loving community mm-hmm. and 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 people who make you understand that, you know, you are you are great people and there's, there's a reason that they do this to you. Mm. You know, that, that that they try to keep you back because you are the richness of what the world is. Mm. You know, that you offer something that they don't have and they know they can't have it, but they want to control it. So, you know, you listen to those people. You have the right teachers. My my whole school life was black. I didn't have white teachers until I got to Morehouse. Mm. Wow. College. <laughs> so I had teachers that taught my mom and her brothers and sisters so they knew what the expectation was in my house. They knew that people expected me to go to college, so they pushed me. What kept you focused? Because your career really got started when you got a, a, a lot older. What kept you focused during all that time to be like, I know this is for me? Well, I loved the theater and I loved acting. Mm-hmm. And when you're in a rich environment of creative people that share the same goals, everybody was trying to get somewhere. Or everybody had a different idea about how it was going to happen. And there was enough going on or enough people moving. Like we're doing a play and all of a sudden Denzel is like... Psh- he plucked out and he's right. gone. She's like, okay, so Denzel got their TV show and now he's doing movies. Okay, boom. Then mm-hmm. he's doing another play and Morgan gets plucked out. Boom, he's gone. He's doing Street Smart and he starts doing all this other stuff. Alfred's gone. Wesley's gone. Fish is gone. So you know you're in the right place. Right. It's just a matter of when your time is coming and not being envious or jealous about it. And sometimes, like me, finding out that I was in my own way. So once I got clean, everything kind of changed. Mm-hmm. So there's a very uh, distinct correlation of me changing my life and being focused and clear about what I needed to do and my success. So when people say, well, you know, you uh, go to rehab and you do this, you do that, I was 
a week out of rehab when I started doing Jungle Fever. Hmm. So I didn't really need makeup. I was still, <laughs> <laughs> still detoxing. You type- that's not like you were typecasting. No, no. So by the time I got there, I mean, I, I walked on set and I went to the craft service table and the Fruit of Islam was the security. Mm-hmm. They were like, make up, get away from the table. Because they thought I was just some cracker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, Spike Man's going, no, 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 man. He's this in the movie. Sam, he's in the movie. But the correlation between my career changing and me getting straight is very clear. Mm-hmm. So when people talk about relapse and this, that, and the other, that is that is that is part of your recovery. It's not. You know, it's understanding that I never did one or nothing. So as long as I understand that and I get up every day and I realize today is another day I got to stay clean, I can still deal with it. What was your drug of choice? Was it crack? Yeah. Yeah, that was my drug of choice. Alcohol was my drug of choice. The drug of choice was the drug that was in front of me. <laughs> so yeah. how hard was it, was it to kick all those habits? It was just what it was. It was yeah. that time. I was tired. And they said your wife was so, like, strong with, like, nah, you got to go get fit. You got to go get help right now. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah that was, I, mean, I mean, the day they found me passed out on the kitchen floor, next day I was in rehab. Did you have that level of self-awareness to know, man, I got to change my, my, my lifestyle in order to change my life? Or was this just something that they made you do? Well, she called my best friend from high school who was a drug counselor, and he found a bed for me in upstate New York. So I went straight in there. I didn't go in kicking and screaming. I went in. I was tired. Mm-hmm. And uh, I listened to what they were saying around me, you know, and and you go through it all, and you do it, and then um, the the job came up, Jungle Fever, and, you know, the drug counselors were like, well, you shouldn't do that job. You know, shouldn't be playing a crack addict. All your triggers are going to be there, you know, pipes and lighters, da 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 I'm like, and if for no other reason... If I never see you, motherfucker, <laughs> yeah. you know. So that was that was motivation enough. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I had to stand up in front of my, I mean, then like eight, nine year old daughter and say, you know, hi, my name's Sam. I'm an addict. You know? mm. That's hard. Yeah. Man. Did she even know what that was? Not really, but yeah. she knew that when I left, I went off to do something better. Mm-hmm. When they found me laying on the floor, I wasn't well. Right. Mm. So that was that. So by the time I came back. And I started hanging around with her and looking at her, her clear eyes and mm-hmm. listening to her voice and her vision of, of what she wanted to do. And daddy, do this with me, do that with me. You know, it makes you look at things a lot different. Damn right. You know. Were you a crackhead, crackhead, or a functioning crackhead? I was functioning. I was, I was going to work every night. Yeah, I, yeah, I was yeah. still doing plays. Wow. I was working. So most, most, most of my friends wondered, why'd she lock you up? Wasn't nothing wrong with you. I was like, <laughs> you were still working. <laughs> yeah, I was still going to work, and you know, I wasn't stealing from the house. Yeah. I wasn't. I was. I didn't sell the TV and nothing else. You know, I was, I was making money. All right, we got more with Samuel L. Jackson. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Samuel L. Jackson. You know, you talked earlier about you know having money and, and being successful. You still do five to six movies a year. Yeah. What? What energizes you and give you that motivation to still want to do it so much? I guess it's like ball players. It always bothers me to hear that you know, well, you know, they are they are tired because they played three games this week. Like, I used to play basketball every day mm-hmm. outdoors on the country. Yeah, I can't mm-hmm. stand it when it's hot. Mm-hmm. And theater and working in movies is like that to me. It's like theater was hard. I had to get up, go to rehearsal, go do something every night from beginning to end. Mm-hmm. Three hours of a play from live, beginning to no end, mistakes. live in right. front of people. Movies, I get up, I go to work. A long day is three pages. <laughs> and yes, yeah, a 12 hour day, but if I 
boiled it down to how much work did I do that day. I might have worked an hour and a half mm. of those 12 hours. Most of the rest of the time, I'm in my trailer asleep, watching Judge Judy, eating sandwiches, <laughs> doing nothing. So, yeah, I go to that job. You go to that one. Yeah, mm. and it pays way better than the job I used to have. Gotcha. So, yeah, I go to it. Plus, I love it. I love the idea of being able to go somewhere, do something else, be somebody else, generally in a place that I normally wouldn't have gone. Like, I just finished doing a movie in Croatia. So you get to explore that when you're not working. And being a storyteller and an artist is one of those things. It's a blessing. Uh, there are only so many acting opportunities in a lifetime, and I want to take all the ones that come before me that I want to do right. you know, as often as I get a chance to do them. Gotcha. How serious do you take being the highest gross, grossing actor of all time? Because they say $7.4 million all, ain't, my money. ain't your yeah, money. That's what I want to know. Like, you get it's a dubious honor. It's Is it? great. Well, I mean, it, it means that I've been on a bunch of movies that people liked that were popular. And I like doing popcorn movies. And I like doing movies that I want to go see. I like movies full of gun violence. I like violent movies. <laughs> <laughs> you know? That's what I like. I like scary movies. I like horror movies. I like action movies. So I'll make them. I'll make a serious movie from time to time because I want to help the, the, the writer, director, or there's somebody in it that I want to work with. But I'm not necessarily looking for, you know, no award-winning Da da da. I'm I'm just looking to go to work and have some fun. You know, How much so. has Hollywood changed from when you first started to where we are now? Because we always hear about uh, the different ebbs and flows and difficulty for people getting work and just inclusivity and all of those conversations that we're very focused on. Well, it's changed drastically just because of the number of platforms you have to work. First of all, um, you know when I got there. Everything I read had Denzel's fishes or Forrest Whitaker's fingerprints on it. Mm -hmm. You know, so they either turned it down or they were thinking about it and didn't think about it fast enough. And I was like, yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> so I did it. Um, so you was always the fourth person on the call sheet? I could have been <laughs> yeah. at that time, you know, and that's how it worked. I didn't care. Mm -hmm. I was going to work. But over the years, because of, like I said, the number of platforms, there's so many jobs now. Consequently, it still comes down to a lot of times that same thing that, you know, I used to bitch about it because I spent my time going to acting school. There are a lot of people who still do go to Juilliard and Yale and all these other people. But a lot of YouTube stars getting jobs yeah. now, you know. Uh, still people from the music industry just decide the next day and say, F it, I'm an actor. And somebody give them a chance to do it. Sometimes they turn out to be okay, sometimes not so much. But there's room now for everyone to work. Who surprised you by being really great on set that might have come from the world of Instagram or YouTube and you were like, oh, they were actually really good? Um, I watched Meth develop over the years. Mm -hmm. Meth and Man. Yeah. How was Buster when you, when you worked with Buster? Buster was, Buster was fine, you know, and Buster was great as what Buster was there to be. But Buster was still, Buster. you know, a person <laughs> from the music industry who you go, what, we had 6.30 call. Bust to be there by eight. Lord, <laughs> you know. I know that got to drive you crazy. That ain't gonna drive me crazy. We just do something else. What, was, what what role did you pass up and be like, damn, I shouldn't have passed up that role? None. If there's any. None. None. No, I mean, I've I read films that I didn't do that people did, and you know, I feel like you know, I feel like I was in the Matrix because I dodged a bullet. Oh, that was a bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, and then there are films that I passed up that were successful. That I'm glad they were successful because. I would have done it differently, but I wouldn't have, uh, you know, I don't think I would have had fun doing it. I always firmly believe that you only do the things that are for you. Right. Which mm -hmm. I, I read that you almost lost your role in Pulp Fiction to another actor. Yeah. How do you think that would have changed the trajectory of your career if that would have happened? 
None, because I'd already won this award at the Cannes Film Festival for Jungle Fever, mm -hmm. and um, I was getting the call at that time. So I did a couple of jobs after that, you know, that were between that and Pulp Fiction and what happened in there. Who's the other actor in that movie? He's in the movie. <laughs> oh, he's in the movie. Yeah, he's actually in it. Was it a brother? He could be called a brother. He's brown. <laughs> he's brown. So both of y'all ended up with the roles. It was still well, good. Both of us ended up in the movie. In the movie. He had yeah, a smaller yeah. part in the movie. Now, you you got kicked out of Morehouse? For a minute. Well, now, why'd mm -hmm. you get thrown out of Morehouse? And then how did they get you back in? How did they allow you to get back in? thrown out. God damn. Well, he said he got thrown out. Well, basically, well, we, we, we locked the board of trustees in a building. Oh, I heard you about that. Somebody. You kidnapped the people. Well, we didn't kidnap them. They were right there. They just didn't want to talk to us. The board of trustees, we asked <laughs> to talk to them, and they said we don't have time. So we took the chains off the walkway and went down the street to the hardware store, bought a padlock, and went inside and chained the door shut and said, talk to us now. What were y'all trying to talk about that was so important? <laughs> no black studies, no student involvement on the trustee board, no community involvement, and we were sitting right in the middle of some projects. You know, So that was lots of different things. Mm -hmm. uh, Real the, really? the actual black members of the board didn't even have a real vote. Wow. So we were trying to get things changed, and, you know, and they said fine. We did it, and then, you know, they did the whole bull Yeah. Oh, well, we we get it, and you guys will give you amnesty bonds. So when everybody left, when school was out, they called a specific group of us back and summarily kicked us out of school right. while that was happening. And then, you know, in the middle of the next year or so, my mom threatened to sue him. So like, okay, you can come back. Yeah, let's get back in. Now, you, uh, you worked with John Singleton on the first Shaft film, mm -hmm. right? How, how did the, him passing, you know, change? How did it change the, the significance of the film? film? His first the second, Not at all. The film was, was done. It was done. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, film was finished, wrapped yeah. in, in the can. Tim was off doing something else. Tim, he, and, he and Tim were good friends. Uh, actually, John and I were about to do a film this fall. Wow. So I was I was, I was kind of bummed. Is that I, film still going to happen? I was in Croatia. Yeah, it's going to happen. Just got to find the right director. Now. You didn't want John on Shaft? You didn't? I didn't have anything to do with that. So do you love Shaft? The movie, the character, the Richard character, <laughs> my character. Uh, that was just crazy how you asked you that mean? question. Yeah, that like that. That. <laughs> what are we talking about? Yeah, did how does Shaft make you feel? Because <laughs> whoever wrote those words. I'm trying to get a sound bite. Was it, was it painful to have three shafts instead of one? <laughs> <laughs> it's always good. Like I said, most shafting you can handle. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good tagline. <laughs> yeah. All right, we got more with Samuel L. Jackson. When we come back, don't move. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. We're still kicking it with Samuel L. Jackson. Yee. So let me ask you about Harlem today, right? Because this is Shaft 2019. Mm -hmm. So what kind of role does Harlem today play? Because it is different than what Harlem was like even 20 years ago. Well, if you look at hours, you can't really tell that. Mm -hmm. It's funny, though, because the first day we pulled up to work in Harlem, the first eight people we saw were white. Where we at? No, yeah. like, what street is this? You know, so it was, it was, it was, it was, it was pretty out there to see that, you know, and the uh, change of the, I guess, uh, culture. What about social media and modern technology in this shaft? He's the he's the kid that understands that in a another kind of way uh, that my analog ass doesn't necessarily understand. Mm -hmm. That's that that's that's part of the generational difference that we use in the film to like create human how he can uh, show me things that I didn't know. <laughs> and you know there are some some slightly un PC jokes in here that he helps fix. Also, you know there's a whole joke about this organization called Brothers Watching Brothers. 
Uh, <laughs> we keep questioning that's him. Not like the, that's not like the, the sequel to Shaft right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's like funny how that plays out. You know, we shot the, a lot of the movie in Atlanta, so when you say brothers watching brothers, they go, oh, that's <laughs> Just immediately jump on there. Oh yeah, Lennox Mall. Oh man, that casting call for Shaft in Atlanta got to be funny as hell. I didn't say that, but that got to reflect. That got to translate to real life for you too, though, as far as social media, right? Sure. Like that got to be a culture shock to you in a lot of ways. Sam Jackson or John Shaft? You, in real life, Samuel L. Jackson. I got a gang of followers. Yeah, he's pretty good I on there. I know, but I'm saying when I'm people... I'm not bad with my social media. I manage it myself, <laughs> okay, which okay, is okay. always amazing people. They always go, well, somebody else is doing this. And, no, it's me. I feel like it has and, to be you. I because I disappear sometimes, and, you know, I back up. But, but what about when you go to your mentions and they talking crazy to you about something? I'm kidding about that. Yeah, my yeah, daughter yeah. told me a long time ago, don't interact. Yeah, 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 yeah. I read that <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything ever hurt your feelings? I read <laughs> I block <laughs> I block my there you go. That's double got blocked by Samuel well, L. Jackson. Was anything that ever hurt your feelings? No, my f don't know me. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You know, How were you as a dad and a husband? Because you are, you are the curse king. I was, the, yeah, I'm that guy. I mean, I, <laughs> I, I never talked, baby talked to my daughter. I just mm -hmm. talked to her. I heard her, you know, say f you to her friends when she was little. <laughs> you what know? did you say, good girl? And I go, look, you can, you can talk like that to your friends, but you can't talk like that to grown people. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, and she. Did you ask what did they do? And you're like, yeah, f them. No, I, I can hear them talking. <laughs> I, mean, I can hear them talking or whatever. Or <laughs> my wife tells this story. We we actually went to a friend of ours' wedding in Detroit. Mm -hmm. And this lady was carrying Zoe. And she said, baby, you want some of this food? And Zoe looked. And she what is that? <laughs> and the lady was like, <laughs> what? And then she's like, who's who, baby? And she's like, mm -mm, mm -mm. no, that, no, that looks up. And the lady just put her down. <laughs> it's like, who, baby, is this? But we never shielded her or talked to her. Plus, she went to the theater with us right? yeah. all the time. When she was small, we had to go to work. So we'd take her to the theater. She'd hang out with the stage manager. She'd go backstage, collect valuables, talk to all the actors, hang out with them. So she's a cool kid growing she's up. She's a very cool kid growing up. Now she's, you know, she's she's still a cool kid. She's mm -hmm. got a great job. She's good work ethic. She uh, produces shows like Top Chef and Top Chef Masters. And oh, dope. She just dope. did um she she did last season's uh, Project Runway. Nice. Mm -hmm. So You've been married, man, 38 years, right? How long? Be 40 30, this year. 40, 40 oh, yes. congratulations, Thank man. Give us, give us young, a round of applause. Yeah, yeah, round of applause. Give, give us young men some tips on how to have that kind of longevity in a marriage. Uh, I guess like my wife says, you got to have some amnesia. Uh, <laughs> I heard her say that. I was like, yeah. Both of you. Man, both, yeah. both of you. You got to have a little amnesia from here to, from, you know, from time to time. And understand that when you're in a bad place, there's a way to work it out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I mean, it's easy to walk away. But to create a strong relationship, you got to work through things sometimes. And sometimes you just got to say you're sorry when you ain't. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you got to own it. Well, you know, uh, today is National Black Men Don't Cheat Day. What? National Black we Men Don't Cheat Day. We just came up with that, day. man. Black Men oh, Don't Cheat. Oh, you made that shit. And there ain't no makeup. It's, we changing the narrative. That's right. Black Men Don't Cheat. Just today? <laughs> no, man. We, Thank you. That's what I said. We're celebrating. For one day, y'all not cheating. We're celebrating monogamy okay. and For men one day. that are faithful Black men to their cheat. women. We're celebrating. I've been married 18 years. He's been married. Me. Hello. Him. Yes. You. Yeah, you. Yeah. 
Okay. Has it, it been hard to be faithful all these years, especially being in Hollywood? You gotta do it, Hollywood. People keep saying that. It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, you Everybody know, the, cheats. It don't yeah, matter if you, yeah, I mean, you work. So, so, divorce on. rate is the same everywhere. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it ain't just Hollywood. Like Chris Rock said, um, a man is only faithful as his options. Stars get way more options. So do doctors. That's true. So doctors are the number one on yeah, the yeah, list yeah, of yeah. cheating, so actually. Do, so do pro tennis players, mm-hmm. golfers, race car drivers. So has it been easy or hard for you to remain faithful? I guess it's easy. I'm an only child. Mm-hmm. So I'm very comfortable with myself. Mm-hmm. I like being alone. So I know how to entertain myself. <laughs> that uh, sounds crazy. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like I don't got a lot, of, a lot of lotion on deck, which is good. <laughs> That's fine, too. That's fine. But <laughs> once I got sober, it was easier for me to be comfortable with me. I didn't need to mm-hmm. validate my existence with other people or mm-hmm. other things or substances or, or praise from people. Understand that if I do this, it's going to be more trouble than it's worth. That's right. You know, so a moment of instant gratification is not, you know, as valid as the relationships that I have or that I have, you know, the history that I've created with somebody that I'm really and there's that's probably, exactly why black men don't cheat. There you go. That's damn not it. true. But there's probably nowhere. That's exactly why. He's looking at you no, like you're crazy. Will you sell out? <laughs> Who side you on? He's, I'm just saying. He's reality here. Have you ever Jeez. hated a character you had to play? Because there's characters that you've had to play and we're like, that person is like in Django. He doesn't mind Steven playing the villain. Steven from Django. Right. He don't mind playing the villain. You, about? you know, but people definitely. Steven had his fans. Yeah, Uncle Ruckus. <laughs> and uh, A lot of people like Steven. Just because Steven is unapologetically <laughs> evil. Yeah, they always use that as a meme on social media now. Whenever they want to call somebody a sellout, <laughs> uh, Tom, All the time. You, that, that meme pops up. <laughs> any, any, anybody ever tried to do I like that? I don't mind that. Yeah. That character made so many people so mad. Listen. It's acting, though. It's I know, it's, and that's the point of it. Listen, I did stuff in that movie that's not in the movie that really would have like made what? you mad. Mm. Really Hopefully that one of these days Quentin will put it out there. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I can't imagine. He was like, I don't want people to kill you. Because that's another case where I saw the movie. It's like, man, what happened to my scene? It's a little too much. I can't even imagine what he might have done that was worse than what we saw. Really? I mean, I can in my head, but... Would you do that role in this political climate? You know, you got all these woke people. Yeah. Yeah. It's a role. Mm -hmm. When people ask about it, I mean, actors actors should be able to portray whatever they need to portray. You you played it very well, too well. Thank you. (laughs) I was like, damn it, I can't. I really like him, but I really don't like him today. That's, that's what a good yeah, actor supposed to do. That is true. Mm-hmm. But you still enjoyed him. I, I mean, did enjoy him. He definitely made that enjoyed. movie. You're right. Who that <laughs> on that nag? That you just gonna, come on now. <laughs> <laughs> come on now. <laughs> as soon as you saw him, he's like, oh my God, what is he talking about? In the big house? He gonna sleep in the big house? <laughs> well, we appreciate you, Jordan. I know you gotta go. Coming to America. Are you going to rob Prince Hakeem in this one? Are you in this one? I asked them that because somebody <laughs> was asking me about, you know, coming to America. And I was like, what? Y'all want me back? And I was like, do I own McDowell's now? And <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you just got out of jail and you go rob him again. <laughs> God, damn, what time you get for Let a robbery? Me, boy, <laughs> you know what's happening. Boy, maybe, maybe he could be reformed. Yeah. <laughs> he was a super predator. That's about right. Super predator. Exactly. 94 crime. Now, I would like it if he was reformed and he actually had a business now and he, you know, had changed his life around. That's your choice? Yeah. Okay, fine. I'm a positive, <laughs> right. optimistic person. All right. All right. Well, it's Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> Thank you for coming, brother. Appreciate, appreciate you, man. It's yes, the Breakfast great. Club. Good morning. Hey. Hey. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the Guy. We are the Breakfast Club. Good morning. I just want to say uh, black men don't cheat is the number five trending topic in the country right now. There you now. go. 
It's above us now. We got to get to number one. It's above me now. It's okay. above you. This is God engineer. Okay. All right. Narratives are meant to be changed. Well, let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Young Miami. Listen up. It's just in. All the gossip. Gossip. The rumor report. Gossip. With Angela. Angela Yee. It's the rumor report. The Breakfast Club. Well, congratulations to Young Miami. She is pregnant. There were a lot of rumors that she was pregnant. And, you know, people, women hate being uh, rumors about them that they're pregnant when they're really not pregnant. And if uh, Jasmine Brand was on on the show, Jasmine from Jasmine Brand, and she, hey Jasmine, she up, talked Jasmine? about uh, knowing that she was pregnant. Here's what she had to say. What was your biggest story of the year so far? Um, you know, I don't know. I just over the weekend we broke that um, Young Miami is allegedly pregnant, which you know. She <laughs> said that's not true though. Well, she says it's not true, then it's not true. But you'll <laughs> see, you know, whatever. Well, just a couple days later, <laughs> we did see that she is pregnant. Here is a clip from Young Miami's uh, documentary, the City Girls oh, documentary. Going so hard, making sure we get everything done. And I don't know, like, I don't know. I'm pregnant. Yeah. What? Yeah, I just, I don't know, like, I don't know what to do. Who was she talking to on the phone? Well, we would assume that it was her boyfriend. I don't know. You know, I can't tell. But it's just a clip. Uh, Why did they make it sound so dramatic? That she put <laughs> up. That is dramatic to know, find out that you're pregnant and she's in the middle of her career. She doesn't know what to do. Was it a man? I, a I, thought she talk, I thought she was talking to P. Oh, she was, she was she telling is. P what was going on. Mm. I thought, I don't know though. Oh, yeah, she is talking to P. I think, yeah, I thought she was talking to P. Yeah, she's talking to P during that. So, from Quality Control. Right, he's the he owns part owner of Quality Control. Yes, so people are speculating on who she's pregnant by, and some people feel like it's Southside, which is her boyfriend. And they're all in his comments, mad at him for ruining. <laughs> why they say ruining? I don't know. Why would that be ruining? I'm, oh, just telling, I'm just telling you why people, what they're saying in his comments. Cardi just had a baby. Tokyo Jets is pregnant now. Beyonce, Beyonce, had, Beyonce had three had babies. Three kids. Like, or maybe because what they don't think Young Miami's established enough yet? I think maybe they feel like because right now JT's in jail and she's supposed to be holding it down. So she did post, I've been going back and forth to share this moment with my fans, but on my terms, I want this journey to be nothing but positive going forward. And I wanted to share this with you and she says everybody doubted me and said I shouldn't be rapping and that I wouldn't be able to hold the group down while JT was away but I did just that and then some to the point that you all have made this experience as a rapper so fulfilling that I cannot wait to show more of what I really have in store for my fans and she also says JT has been nothing but supportive and can't wait for our newest edition this is my personal life and it is what it is period Young Miami. So congratulations She'll to be Young fine. Miami. She'll be absolutely positively fine. Yes, so congratulations. And I know, and Tokyo Jets is pregnant right now, too. And it's interesting because um, it is, I'm sure, hard when you're pregnant to have to hide it and not want people to know and everybody's speculating. So you do have to say it when you're ready. Hey, man, that's the consequences of a hot girl summer, too. If you plan to have a hot girl summer, you better have some hot girl birth control out here in these streets, too. All right? Because things like that can happen. All right, now Tyler Perry is going to get the Ultimate Icon Award at 2019 BET Awards. Congratulations to him. As you know, the BET Awards will take place on June 23rd. And Regina Hall is hosting. And just as a refresher, Cardi B has the most nominations with seven. Mm -hmm. Drake has five. And Beyonce, Travis Scott, and J. Cole have four nominations each. So should be interesting to watch. And BET and Tyler Perry have also teamed up. They've announced a new subscription streaming service. And that uh, is going to be, yes, yeah, it's going to be called BT Plus. That's going to target African-American viewers. 
And also, it's another long-term production deal between Tyler Perry and Viacom. So, congratulations to them. They haven't offered what that pricing is going to be yet for that service on BET. But uh, we'll let you know as soon as we know. All right, Floyd Mayweather is no longer on that Forbes list of the top highest paid athletes. You know, he went from being number one on the list to not making that top ten at all. Well, so, he ain't fighting nothing last year, and it's not like he got a whole bunch of endorsements and stuff like that. So where would the money be coming from? Right. So last year, number one. This year, he didn't make the top ten. I'm sure, you know, obviously he's still good. But let's talk about who is on that list. Who do you think is number one? Uh, um, uh, athletes? Mm-hmm. Dude, the soccer dude. Which one? I don't even know his name. Cristiano, what's his name? He's number two. Oh, Ronaldo? That's yes, Cristiano Ronaldo's number two. I'm going to say... I'm going to say LeBron James or Tiger Woods. No. LeBron James is number eight. Really? That one, yeah. Mm-hmm. $89 million. So I'm going to say Tiger Woods then. No. Tiger Woods, interestingly enough, is not in this top no. ten. I don't know who number one would be. Got to be a soccer player. Yes, it does. Lionel Messi is the soccer player. Mm-hmm. So congratulations to him. Uh, Canelo Alvarez is number four. Mm-hmm. Okay. he signed that big deal with yeah. the zone. Over Russell Wilson. Russell Wilson oh, yeah, on the list, of that course. Big uh, Steph Curry's on the list. Kevin Durant is number 10. Aaron Rodgers is on the on the list as well. All right. Now let's talk about Tristan Thompson, Jordan Craig, and Khloe Kardashian and this whole messy triangle. So there's court documents where Jordan Craig, who Tristan Thompson has a baby with, that's his ex-girlfriend, is saying that him having an affair with Khloe Kardashian had a negative effect on her pregnancy. She said, my obstetrician ordered me to be on bed rest due to high levels of stress that eventually caused me to have serious pregnancy complications. Every day, several articles were published worldwide mocking my new unfortunate reality and my pregnancy would now become one of the most popular gossip headlines due to the women Tristan was now publicly dating during my pregnancy. Uh, She said she discovered she was pregnant in April 2016, and then she saw photos of Tristan Thompson with another woman, and that's what really upset her. Now, Khloe Kardashian has responded via her stories on social media, on Instagram. She said, I'm disappointed that I even feel the need to post this, but I need to say my truth. Take it as you will. I met Tristan because he chose to go on a blind date with me. A mutual friend set us up. After going on some dates, Tristan told me that he had an ex that was pregnant. Obviously, I was reluctant about us continuing to date or start a relationship. He pleaded with me that the relationship was over long before we met. He had me talk with his most inner circle. He showed me physical proof, correspondence between the two of them, and had me on calls with his lawyers to prove his point. His best friends, business associates, and even his mother told me him and his ex were broken up before we met. That is my truth, the truth that I believed and trusted. If for any reason this is not, in fact, the truth, I am so completely and utterly sorry that Tristan and his inner circle would lie on something like this. So she wants everybody to know that she did not knowingly... Wasn't this like three years ago, four years ago, though? 2016. But I guess these court documents are coming out right now. So that's how she's finding out that perhaps it wasn't true and they weren't broken up. And, you know, of course, you don't want to cause another woman stress while she's pregnant. All right, I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right, Charlemagne, who are you giving that donkey to? You know, today is National Black Men Don't Cheat Day. And I have witnessed a lot of people letting Satan use them to speak ill and negative of this black men don't cheat movement. So I need them to come to the front of the congregation. We would like to have a word with them. Please stop letting Satan use you. Okay. All right? And encourage this movement. All right. The black men don't cheat movement. 
Okay, we're gonna play top of the hour, and then we're gonna we're gonna play what top of the hour? We're gonna play the top of the hour. You gonna we're gonna play that new Negro spiritual? Yes, we are. That new that new gospel anthem for the streets? Yes, we are. Okay, all right, we'll do that now. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning. Donkey of the day for Wednesday, June 12th. National Black Men Don't Cheat Day goes to everyone who is against this movement called the Faithful Black Male Association. Listen, listen, I'm not here to change your mind. Because one thing about evolution is that my growth doesn't depend on if someone believes in it or not. Okay, growth is a personal journey that does not require passengers in order for you to get to your destination. Remember that. Now, today is the good brother Little Duval's born day. Drop on the clues bombs for Little Duval. Happy born day to my friend. All right, today is also National Black Men Don't Cheat Day, and Little Duval has provided an anthem for all of us faithful black males. Now, what is National Black Men Don't Cheat Day? Charlamagne, what the hell are you talking about, black men don't cheat? Well, today is a day that we celebrate honesty, monogamy, and faithfulness in our relationships. Envy, I need you to look up when I'm talking about this. I'm listening. All right? I'm listening. I need you 10 toes down. I'm actually texting my wife right now. Just tell her I love her. There you go. There you go. Drop on the clues bomb for Envy. All right? All right, you stay on cold, damn it. Mm -hmm. All right, uh, we celebrate marriages, long-time girlfriends. Today we celebrate commitment to the ones we love. Now, Satan is using some people today, and some people have negative things to say about this movement. And, I, and <laughs> my reaction, exactly. All right, I just want to know why. All right, uh, the ignorant amongst us say things like, oh, y'all pick one day not to cheat. What a ridiculous statement. Does Mother's Day mean you only love and celebrate your mother on one day? Does Valentine's Day mean you only celebrate your significant other on one day? Does Christmas mean you only love Jesus on his alleged born day? Huh? Does Father's Day mean you only love your father on one day? Well, yeah, that probably does. Because nobody cares. <laughs> nobody cares about Father's Day. But never mind all that, all right? Today is National Black Men Don't Cheat Day. What kind of person are you that you would be against black men being better? Okay, striving to do better. What kind of person are you that you would be against black men celebrating the fact that faithful, come on now, that faithful mm -hmm. is the new black? All right? This new narrative should be encouraged. Okay, if I was an alcoholic for 20 years and then I got sober and I've been clean the last five years, you wouldn't keep bringing up the fact I used to be a drunk? What purpose would that serve? If I was a crackhead for 15 years and I got sober and was clean the last four, you'd be applauding me. You wouldn't keep bringing up the fact I used to be a crackhead, okay? For all of us with vegan friends, if you can see that your pal no longer eats meat and his or her life is better because of it, would you keep bringing up the fact they used to enjoy a steak? No, you wouldn't. So why, if men are out here changing the narrative, speaking positive things into existence, why would you ever be against that? Now, let's talk about how black men don't cheat. Turn with me to 1 Corinthians 13, 11. Mm. Okay, I'll give you some time. Mm -hmm. uh, it says, when I was a child, I talked like a child. I thought like a child. I reasoned like a child. When I became a man, I put the ways of childhood behind me. 
faithfulness is exactly what happens when you grow up, okay? See, when men cheat, it's because they are trying to feed their egos. Nothing more, nothing less. That's little boy stuff, all right? It's because something is empty inside of you and you are trying to fill it up, but you don't realize when you are cheating, you are pouring from an empty cup into an empty cup with a hole in the bottom. Mm -hmm. So it's pointless. Come on now. Preach. Amen. Preach, brother. Preach. When you let ego drive, it gets you absolutely nowhere. There's no destination when ego is driving. And when ego drives, oh, we eventually crash. Mm. My mm. ego has definitely caused me to crash. Envy, has your ego caused you to crash? I crashed right here on this radio. Don't you remember? No need to recap any of this right now, Envy. Thank God. All right. I wrote two books about mine. And unfortunately, the sins of your pastor on YouTube. All I'm simply telling my <laughs> brothers is a man who isn't a slave to his sexual urges is a focused man. Okay, it's just meme going around, and that meme is real. A focused man is a dangerous man. In the last few years of my life, I've been extremely focused. Not to mention, when you got a good woman, when you got a queen, you don't want to do her dirty, okay? You can't have your queen sleeping with the enemy because the truth is, if you're lying to your woman, cheating on your woman, then you are indeed the enemy. Come on now. All right. If she was doing it to you, you would look at her uh, as the enemy. So it's no different with us. So not only are you playing your woman, you're playing yourself. You can't claim to be a real dude if you're not keeping it real with the closest person to you. That actually makes you a snake. Now, I can taste the salt. Mm. Mm. Wipe my tongue. I can taste the salt that some of you people are throwing. Okay, there's so much sodium on social media today because of this hashtag. But let me tell you, the hashtag is black men don't cheat. Let me repeat for the people in the back. Black men don't cheat. Mm. All right, I'm not responsible for what black grown-ass boys or black real N-words are doing. Nor do I know what they are doing. But black men, black men... Those of us who have put the ways of childhood behind us, as 1 Corinthians 13, 11 says, we don't cheat, okay? I don't have anything more to say about this. It's above me now, mm. all right? God is engineering. It says a lot about you if you're not feeling this movement. The term black men don't cheat should not upset you. It should encourage you, and you should encourage it. And if it does upset you, stop letting Satan use you, all right? To tear down your brothers, okay? While y'all out here having your little hot girl summers, we will be in church mm -hmm. focused on our faithfulness. There we go. So could you please let Remy Ma, who has a faithful black man in her corner named Papoose, drop one of the clues bombs for Papoose, mm -hmm. okay? Could you please let Remy Ma, who has a faithful black go. man in her corner named Papoose, please let Remy Ma give them the biggest hee-haw. Hee-haw, hee-haw, you stupid motherfucker. are you dumb? All right. Oh, I felt that this morning. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, up next is Ask Ye. Mm -hmm. There's going to be no calls today about cheating because black men don't cheat. Black men don't cheat. I can't control who calls. Well, I, I know what's going to happen. <laughs> we rebuke cheating in the name of faithfulness. And I answer the calls. So. That's right. That's right. 800-585-1051. If you got a Take question for Take back your power, King. Call her right now. 800-585-1051. Ask Ye. Can I hear a little bit of the black men don't cheat? Just, just a, It just felt so good. Come on. Black men don't there you go. Cheat. Oh, Take back your power, kings. Speaking my truth now. Take back your power, kings. Don't let Satan use you to be against this movement. All right? Rebuke Satan in the name of faithfulness. There you go. Come on. No matter what they say or what.
what you heard in the streets. Everybody, Everybody. black men don't cheat. A lot of TLC. Say it loud, black men. Creep, so F what you heard. Black men don't cheat. Put a black fist in the air, goddammit. Roll your window down. I don't care if you with the light. Scream it to the person in the car next to you. They try to you in the streets. You make sure What you say, black men don't cheat. I love my old lady. Yeah. That's my baby. Look, I'm leaving up for you. You crazy. 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 We'll attack. No matter where you are, I got two words for you. Faithful in black. I know you mad. Big big hey. man. I'm an honest black man. You can't put me on black. So screenshot all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Now we got to pay some bills. We'll be back. The Breakfast Club. Everybody is DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlemagne the God. We are the Breakfast Club. It's time for Ask Yee. Hello, who's this? Alicia. Hey, Alicia. What's your question for Yee? When I was 15, I met this dude. He was like my first love, right? Mm-hmm. And 20 years later, shoot, we linked back up again. It's like magic. Shoot, two months later, he's schizophrenic. Like, literally diagnosed. Mm-hmm. And he be having hella behaviors. And he's all alone. And I don't know if I should leave his ass or stay with him. So you would stay like, with him uh, out of sympathy? I love him. Don't don't get it twisted. I do love this man. But I have a whole 14-year-old son who does not need to emulate anything he's doing mm. or see this situation. And I'm just stuck between a rock and a hard place because I don't, I don't know what to do. All right, I really so don't know what to do. Everything else out of the equation, are you in love with him? This is somebody that you could see. I am, as- I am in love with him. But when he does his stuff, like, it, 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 it's pushing me farther and farther and farther away. Because top it all off, he don't even believe he's schizophrenic. So he's not he on any type of medication? He's not he, getting no, help? No, he is, but he won't take it. He won't take it. He mm-hmm. says he don't need it. Like, it, it's, it's, I'm telling you, there's levels to this thing. Like, he thinks it's, it's some, like, scientific chip-in-his-head type it, It's crazy, man. Right. <laughs> and I'm trying to, like, push him in Because I'm in this field. Like, that's where I work. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to push him in the right direction. But the more I push him, it's like the more you don't believe that it's what it is. And I'm just like, bro, you're doing too much. Right. You know, it's interesting. We had Ayanna Van Zandt up here the other day. And she was talking about the whole uh, putting an oxygen mask on yourself so that you could save somebody else. And it sounds like this whole thing has been a lot for you. But you do love him. But he needs to get the help that he... Uh, definitely requires absolutely or else you can't stay with him because again you have other things that are priorities to you like your 14 year old and so sometimes you stay with people just because you are in love with him but unfortunately there's no consequences whereas he's doing what he's doing he's not getting help for it he's denying that he has a problem but you're not going anywhere so he feels secure in the fact that you're going to be there regardless and maybe the only way for you to help him help himself is for you to leave him. Angela, I haven't spoken to him since last Tuesday. Like, I'm not... <laughs> like, he, he, he's doing too much. And he has no family I or anybody? No, no family. His mother died. His, his family don't talk to him. The rest of them live down south. And it's just like, wow, what did I jump into? Right, it sounds like it's and a on lot. On the other hand, I feel bad. Like, hmm... But at the end of the day, I have my own life. Right. It sounds like when you weigh when you weigh the good and the bad out of it, there's a lot more that's negative for you right now. Absolutely. Than positive. Absolutely. But so it's like a moral dilemma. Like, damn, I'm just gonna leave him like this. But you can't help yourself, man. Right. You can help yourself, though. Yes. And look, I think it's important okay. for you to let him know about the resources that are available to him, and when he's ready to get help, hopefully he does. But if you can't get him to do that, then I think you have to worry about you. Thank you. Yeah, that's, 
basically what I need to hear from other people, everybody else. Okay. It's well, just hard, man. No, I understand. I under, and you know what? Hopefully further on down the line, he will get the help that he needs, and maybe you can revisit it then. But until that happens, you can't put yourself in danger or your son. Yeah, absolutely right. All right, Alicia. All right, guys. You have a great morning. Thank, Thank you. You too. Bye. All right, ask ye, 800-585-1051. If you need relationship advice or any type of advice, call ye now. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV, Angela Yee, Charlamagne Tha We are The Breakfast Club. We're in the middle of Ask Ye. Hello, who's this? Hi, I don't want to give my name, so I'm going to say it's Anonymous. Okay. All right, Anonymous. Now, where are you calling from? I'm calling from New York. Everybody's going to know your voice, but what's your question? Um, I have a question for ye. Um, ye okay. I've been dealing with someone for about six months now and um we have kind of a long distance relationship he lives in new jersey i live over here in new york the thing is um i only see him on the weekends and when we're together it's great but during the week i don't see him at all and we barely talk it's mostly you know we talk via text because mm-hmm. he's not a person that likes to be on the phone too much. And so I brought... <laughs> what does that even mean? He doesn't like... To... Now, by the way, New Jersey and New York are not that far, so it's not like it's long distance. Yeah, no, no, it's not. But, you know, I just, you know, I have my kids, I have my life, I have my family here in New York. So it's kind of hard mingling both of our, you know, my life with his together. So it's just, you know, and the fact that I'm just going through some rough times right now, mm-hmm. I don't feel really supported by him. Right. Because he, his, he just doesn't like to talk on the phone, so everything is via text. So I just feel like it's really impersonal. Mm-hmm. And when I brought it to his attention, he just feels like I'm making a big thing out of nothing. So I just wanted to know what you thought about that. Okay, so how long have you guys been dating? It's been about six months. Six months, so it's still uh, relatively new. Have you been to his house? Yes. I, I, like I said, I go on the weekends, okay. and it's just me and him. Mm-hmm. And there's no issues with that. So what is what does your heart tell you is going on here? You think he just really doesn't like to talk on the phone during the week? Yeah, that's what he says. I don't like I don't really have any, you know, feelings that he's cheating or doing anything like that. It's just I just don't feel I you know, I feel like I only have a boyfriend on the weekend. Right. During the week when I'm going through my stuff, I just don't feel supported and what happens when um, you call him? Does he answer the phone when you call him? No, he doesn't answer the phone and um What? You know, yeah, no, he doesn't answer the phone. Yeah, I think, uh, and this is your—is this your boyfriend or just somebody that you're dealing with? It, he's supposed to be my boyfriend. Okay, so y'all have that discussion. You guys are in a monogamous relationship. You're planning on uh, eventually taking this further. Yes, but I just don't, you know, like I don't. I just that's just a big red flag for me if I can't. Yeah, that is a. Really- he should be able to answer the phone when you call. He should want to talk to you on the phone and not just text you during the week because it's not just a weekend relationship. Have you tried to make plans with him during the week ever? I know you're busy as well, but... Yeah, like, the thing is, like, I, you know, I see him on the weekend. Sometimes if I can get over there during the week, I'd go. But another issue is that I have, you know, kids. And, um, you know, when I go to see him on the weekends, I don't take my kids. Mm-hmm. Um and that's another issue that I'm having. So when I raise that, you know, he doesn't really say too much about it, but he's just not, I don't know, it's just like, it's just weird. I just don't see. It feels like emotionally you're not getting what you need out of this relationship. Yeah, basically. So if he's not willing to compromise with you, and by compromise, does he come to see you or do you always have to go see him? You know, have you introduced your children to him? Are you planning to integrate him in your life that way? Or is that something you're not ready to do yet? 
No, I kind of, I want to, but it's just, I feel like he is just not ready for those things. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I know everything is kind of fresh, but still it's just like, um, you know, I don't know, it's just... It has only been six months, so I can understand that. But I think you need to let him know what you need. And if he can't fulfill those needs for you, then it might mean that perhaps he's not uh, in a state of mind to be in as serious of, as a relationship as you want to be. And what I mean is just yeah. be specific. I would say, look, I need you to be able to have phone conversations with me. And I'm not saying you got to talk to me all day, every day. But I would love to hear your voice since you're my boyfriend at some point during the day before I go to bed. I would not want to feel like I'm bothering you, you if I want to speak to you. And I would love for you to actually during the week maybe we can have lunch or dinner at least once during the week so we can just talk and I think it's important for you to be mindful of what you're speaking about when you talk to him you know make make sure that you also have conversations that he enjoys having too yes I understand that and yeah, I think I, gotta, I have mm-hmm. brought all these things to his attention but it's just like he's just like oh, I'm just you know I'm doing the week I'm at work and I'm on the phone all, all you know all day well you know, you know I'll like, say you know, that's work I'll say this. If he can't do the things that you need him to do and compromise with you, then, you know, sometimes he just feels like, well, she'll just have to settle for what I want. But you can't ever settle. So if he's not going to do those things, then there has to be some type of consequences to that. And if those consequences mean, look, I'm taking my life very seriously. And if we can't agree on these things and come to some sort of compromise and you don't make an effort, then I don't know if this is right. All right. Thank you so much, dear. Okay. You're welcome. I hope you all work it out, though. Yeah, thanks. Charlamagne, I just wanted to tell you that my son loves you very much. And I love him, too. Tell him I love him. And how old is he? He's eight years old. Okay, tell him black men don't cheat. Let's get him started early. My goodness. Hello, who's this? Hello. Hey, Kristen, good morning. Uh, Good morning. Hey, Kristen, why you sound so down? I'm not. This is my allergy. Oh, okay, good. (laughs) What's up? What's your question for you? So my question is, why is it that the black men who are always cheating men when saying they don't? <laughs> I mean, I think that's self-explanatory. <laughs> what she say? I didn't hear her. That's My ears it. are blocked from Satan today. She said, "Why are the uh, the the black men that saying black men don't cheat are the ones running around cheating?" Because they not black men. They black boys. Are they black real n words? It's the difference. First Corinthians thirteen eleven. Okay, those of us who have put the ways of childhood behind us and have embraced manhood, we not out here cheating. We're focused on our faithfulness. You understand that? But so- Charlamagne, you're still childish. <laughs> I, I may be childish in some areas, but not when it comes to uh, fidelity. Well, Kristen, I love what's, my queen. Kristen, what's been your experience? Well, this guy I was talking to for a good three months. I did my investigation and found out he had a whole girlfriend. Mm. No, he was dating a black boy, a black grown boy, a black real N word. <laughs> I don't like you trying to, I don't like you calling up here, Telling you know her. what I'm saying, insulting our progress. Because no disrespect, you sound like you're heavy set. If you was to start losing weight, <laughs> if you was to start losing weight, now, I wouldn't say to you. Are you, you heavy set, mama? I what, is, what does her weight have to do with anything? Because if she got skinny, I wouldn't say you used to be fat. I wouldn't keep bringing that up. I'd encourage what? her. I'd say, good job, ma. Congratulations. You know what I'm saying? I'm glad that you're on the right track now. That's what you should be doing, encouraging wow. your brothers. Ma, how much do you weigh, ma? Stop it, y'all. That's enough. Only 230. Oh. Listen, y'all gonna listen to Charlamagne when he talks. I know what I'm talking about. All I'm saying is if you started to lose weight, I would encourage you. Okay, so if you see brothers changing their narratives and and, perfectly fine. You what? She says she's perfectly fine. I ain't say you not. I'm just saying that if you ever decided you wanted to lose weight, I don't know, maybe for health purposes, I would encourage you. Kristen, thank you for calling for Asky and expressing (laughs) yourself. I appreciate you. How tall are you? I love you. I I love you too. How tall are you? Enough envy. I'm six foot. Vending machine. Stop it. Stop it. <laughs> Have a good morning, mama. 
<laughs> and remember this, black, black men, don't, men cheat. don't cheat. Okay? All right. Well, yeah, we got rumors on the way? Yes, let's talk about Miley Cyrus. She has issued an apology, and we'll tell you what she's apologizing for, and it has to do with hip-hop. All right, we'll get into that next. Keep it locked. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. The Breakfast Club. A lot of sodium on the timeline today. A lot of sodium on social media What do you today. mean? There's a lot of salt being thrown. But you know what, Black Kings? You stand tall. All right? Black men don't cheat. Mm-hmm. Narratives are, are, are made to be changed. Okay. Okay? All right. Well, let's get to these rumors. Let's talk Miley Cyrus. This is the Rumor Report with Angela Yee. Rumor has it. On The Breakfast Club. So listen up. No, 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 no. Well, Miley Cyrus has issued an apology. If you guys remember, she did an interview in Billboard back in 2017 where she said, I also love that new Kendrick Lamar song, Humble. Show me something natural, like ass with some stretch marks. I love that because it's not come sit on my D, suck on my... mm, I can't listen to that anymore. That's what pushed me out of hip-hop scenes a little. It was too much Lamborghini, got my Rolex, got a girl on my... I am so not that. Well, there was a lot of backlash after that they said she exploited hip hop culture and then trashed it because it didn't benefit her and she later posted unfortunately only a portion of that interview makes it to print and a lot of times publications like to focus on the most sensationalized part of the conversation and she has now responded even more a couple of years later one of her fans made a video that was called Miley Cyrus is my problematic fave sorry she admitted she said just watched your video thank you for giving me this opportunity to speak up being silent is not like me at all I am aware of my platform and I've always used it the best way I know how and to shine a light on injustice I want to start with saying I am sorry I own the fact that saying this pushed me out of the hip hop scene a little was insensitive as it is a privilege to have the ability to dip in and out of quote the scene there are decades of inequality that I am aware of but I still have a lot to learn about silence is a part of the problem and I refuse to be quiet anymore I I never looked at Miley Cyrus as part of the hip hop scene. Not at all. Nor nor did I even remember that story that you just told about Miley Cyrus. Yeah, people were upset about that, and I guess she just put out a new EP, and Sway Lee is on it, Ghostface is on it, Mike Will made it, executive produced it. Somebody said, I mean, Mike's been doing her music. Somebody did send me that record yesterday about Ghostface. I was like, Ghostface and Miley Cyrus did a song together? Because you know Ghostface is my favorite rapper of all time, Mm -hmm. but I have not yet listened to that record, because I love Ghostface, but... I'm not, like in the, I'm not in the Miley like that. All right. Now, speaking of music, Sai High the Prince says that good music is working on some new music. And he said, me and Kanye are working on a few albums, so you'll be getting them by the end of the summer. He also said his sophomore album will come out alongside these projects as well. So he said it's going to be five times better than his first album. And you guys remember when he finally put out his debut album, people loved No Dope on Sundays. By the way, yeah, No Dope on Sundays was phenomenal. Drop on the clues bombs for Sai High the Prince. Sai High the Prince gets busy. And his album was really, 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 really good. It was. Didn't get the, the marketing it needed or the push it needed. or It didn't connect with people the way it should have, but it was a dope, dope project. It was. All right. Now, looks like there were some people in the club together. That includes Little Duval. As you said, his birthday is today. Yes, mm-hmm. it he is. He was there with 50 Cent. Bow Wow was in the club. And I guess he was, uh, Little Duval was making fun of Bow Wow. He said, for the record last night, I was the only person that didn't take no money from 50. I spent my own money. He got the rest of them dumb. And whereas Bow Wow owed the most, though, he was throwing 50 money like it was his. And, uh, you know, that's what he said. And he also said, y'all see the money in Bow Wow's pants? That's 50s. Trey and Fab owe 52. Well, Bow Wow responded. And he said, no, 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 my friend. It's called a walkthrough. I just got back from Chicago yesterday, and I came back with my own bag. 
Don't count my pockets. Stop watching me. Matter of fact, I'm going to charge your ass for helping your big-headed little body ass up on that bar last night. I'm charging you. <laughs> I ain't security. You see nobody picked your little ass up. I picked your little ass up and put you on the bar next to us. That's about $1,000 right there. And then he put up a video from their appearance together in the club. <laughs> so I guess the two of them had a little back and forth. He didn't like little Duval's jokes. That, Who you that, think that, got more that, bread? That really is a little back and forth, by the way. Who you yeah. think got more bread? Bow Wow or, or, or Duval? I have no idea. I don't count people's pockets, like you said. <laughs> All right, now, Nicki Minaj has... Uh, her fans were upset because they, thought, they thought that she was going on tour with Chris Brown. For some reason, people thought that was already confirmed, going down. Yeah, they announced it and everything. And then Chris Brown put out the tour. He said, Tory Lanez, Ty Dolla Sign, Joyner Lucas, Yella Beezy's going to be on the tour. And they said Nicki Minaj is no longer mentioned in Chris Brown's tour talks. Well, according to her side of things, she never had officially signed on to the tour. So the lineup was announced, and they said there were reports that, you know, they might go on tour together, but it seems like they had conversations. It didn't really happen, and then Chris Brown said the tour will not be in the fall. It is in the summer, this summer. So maybe they have plans for later on. I don't know. But um, she had never officially signed on. And shout out to Nas and Will Smith. They're investing in a mobile banking app, and that's geared toward teens. Mm. It's called Step. It's a startup company. It's going to help teens with financial literacy in various forms. Sounds amazing. And it will all be linked to a MasterCard so that parents can actually get oversight into their teen spending. And then the services of the bank account will grow as they get older. So that's dope because they have proven that kids with bank accounts are better with money later on in life. I'm Angela Yee, and that is your Rumor Report. All right. Thank you, Miss Yee. Now, up next is the People's Choice Mix. Get your request in right now. Are you starting off the mix with the Negro Spiritual? Yes, I am. We're going to start off the mix with Black Men Don't Cheat. And I just want you to know that Black Men Don't Cheat will be playing every hour on the hour. That's right. <laughs> Throughout the whole 24 hours of the day. You got the DJ Khaled package? Uh, I do have the DJ Khaled <laughs> package, okay? And I will not complain if we come in at number two. Okay. All right? Because it's not about numbers. It's about uh, changing the narrative. Revolt. All right. We'll see you guys tomorrow. Let's get into the single, Black Men Don't Cheat. Morning, everybody. It's DJ MV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Shout out to Samuel L. Jackson for joining us. Salute to Samuel L. Jackson, man. Um, it's, it's always surreal when you get to sit and have conversations with legends and OGs in the game like that. Like, I don't take things right. like that for granted. Like, that's sad. I, we had Samuel L. The L stands for Legend Jackson. Right. Okay? The actor who has grossed the most money for any film. Over $6 billion. $7.4 billion. Mm. Been married 40 years to a black queen. Mm -hmm. Like... Samuel Jackson doing his thing, man. I mean, and super he, cool to talk to. I enjoyed yeah, his conversation. Absolutely. He's goals, man. He's goals in a lot of ways. He's a real nice guy. Because it is. gives you something to look forward to, right? 70 yep. years old, you see how he's still living his life? Yep. Still and enjoying his, his life. Still that's together. Right. Like, that's... He, 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 salute to Samuel Jackson. Absolutely. If you want to hear the full... Uh, see the full interview, you can just hit up the uh, website, power1051fm.com, keyword breakfast club. All right. Hey, and you know what, man? I got to salute the 843... Uh, Charleston, South Carolina. Tonight, I have a screening of the new movie, Emmanuel. All right, I actually wish that this documentary wasn't being made, but it's the untold story of the victims and survivors of the Charleston church shooting. And the reason I wish that this documentary was never made because I wish that this never happened. But uh, the documentary is executive produced by Steph Curry and Viola Davis. It's called Emmanuel. I have a, a screening for it tonight at 7 p.m. at the AMC Theater on 42nd Street, okay? Seating is on a first-come, first-served basis. So if you want to come to the special screening of the upcoming documentary, Emmanuel, just come to the AMC Theater on 42nd Street tonight. If you're in New York City, if you're in the Jersey area, anywhere in the tri-state and you want to go to the movies tonight, you want to see the... Uh, 
movie Emmanuel and the untold story of the victims and survivors of the Charlton Church shooting come to AMC Theater on 42nd Street at 7 p.m. tonight. All right? But you got to buy your own popcorn and your own drinks. I might treat. I don't know. Depending on how I'm feeling. When we come back, positive note, don't move. It's The Breakfast Club. Good morning. Morning, everybody. It's DJ Envy, Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. Again, shout out to everybody that's heading out to my car show. I know it's September 7th, but you guys are, are grabbing tickets, and I appreciate you guys. Uh, we're going to announce some of the celebrities that are going to have their cars in there. We're getting all prepped up, all excited, and just want to say thank you. If you want to get more information, you can hit up the website or just go to Eventbrite and pick up your tickets. Kids under five are free. We'll have jumpies for kids and face painting, and it's, it's going to be a great family day, so hopefully I get to see you guys there. Now, Charlamagne, you got a positive note? Yeah, man, I just want to tell y'all, y- y'all do know that today is National Black Men Don't Cheat Day. Uh, Black Men Don't Cheat is currently the number two trending topic in the country, man, and I'm really serious about this. Like, being faithful to your woman is truly good for your mental health and it's good for your emotional well-being. And you have to remember that relationships takes two people, all right? Not one person being faithful and another acting single. When you're truly in love, being faithful isn't a sacrifice. It's a joy. Do you feel joyous, Envy? I'm joyous. Do you feel joy? I'm joy! That's that black man joy, not (laughs) black boy, because black boys cheat. But black men, we don't. Breakfast club, bitches! Y'all finished or y'all done? 